Good afternoon, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. Today we're continuing on with our uh, 33 Days to Morning Glory, a do-it-yourself retreat in preparation for a Marian consecration. You could order this little booklet by calling Anna at 305-205-2907. This booklet was prepared by Father Michael Gately. And we're doing week number four, St. John Paul II. And we're doing the 23rd day. The Maternal Meditation is our title. And uh, Father Gately states, as one of our guides to Consecration Day, St. John Paul II, the second is a triple gift. Not only is he a Marian saint, like the other three guides, not only is he brilliant and thoroughly trained in theology, like the Montford and Colby, but he's also a pope. Therefore, his words carry a teaching authority of the successor of St. Peter. And the authoritative weight of an ecumenical council, well, this is true in a sense that his teaching on the mother of God are deeply rooted in the authoritative theology of the Second Vatican Council. Because of his dependence on the council, and before we look into St. John Paul's teaching on Mary consecration, let us see the council that has to say about Mary. One can find that the main teaching of the Vatican II in the last chapter of the dogmatic constitution of the Church, known by its Latin title. The heart of these teachings has to do with what's usually called Mary's maternal meditation. Maternal meditation basically means Mary is our spiritual mother, hence maternal, who assists us from heaven with her prayers and motherly care to help bring us to God, hence meditation. While the term maternal should be familiar, meditation may have some explaining. A mediator is someone who stands between two people for the sake of being into the unity. Thus, Jesus Christ is a mediator. He is the one who, after the fall, stands between God and the fallen humanity to bring us back into communion with God. And therefore, only one, as St. Paul makes it clear, there is a mediator between God and man. That man is Jesus Christ, 1 Timothy 2, 5. If there's only one mediator between God and man, if there's one mediator in Jesus Christ, why does the Second Vatican Council describe Mary as a mediator? Because God is generous. In other words, Jesus doesn't keep his role as mediator to himself. He wants Mary, and not just Mary, but all Christians to share in his mediation through the some nine ways. For instance, each of us share Christ's one mediation when we pray for another in Christ. I mentioned a similar point in the introduction when I wrote that God wants all of us to participate 
in his work of salvation. I also mentioned there that Mary has a unique, important role of this work. Again, according to Vatican II, the special role is captured by the phrase of maternal meditation. Among the uh, creatures, Mary's role is ongoing work of salvation. By far the most important, she has given us the important role, not from some inner necessities on God's part, but from divine pleasures. Again, we see God's generosity in, in including us in the work of redemption. We are very same creatures who came to be redeemed, following the passage uh, summarizes in Mary's cooperation in this work, both when she was on earth and now in heaven. The Blessed Virgin was on earth, the Virgin Mother of the Redeemer, and above all, in a singular way, in a generous associate and humble handmaid of the Lord. She conceived and brought forth and nourished Christ, presented him to the Father in the temple, and was un united with him by the compassion as he died on the cross. In a similar way, she cooperated by her obedience, faith, hope, and burning charity in the work of our Savior in giving back supernatural life to souls. Wherefore, she is our mother in order of grace. This maternal Mary, in order of grace, began with a constant. She gave us faith at the Annunciation, which she sustained without wavering beneath the cross, last until the eternal fulfillment of all the elite. Taken up to heaven, she did not lay aside a cipher duty, but her constant intercession continues to bring the gifts of eternal salvation. By her maternal charity, she cares for the brethren of her son, and who journey on earth, surrounded by dangers and difficulties, until they led to the happiness of the true home. Therefore, the Blessed Virgin is invoked by the Church under the title of Advocate and, 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 and Matrix. Thus, however, to be so understood, it neither takes away from adding anything, dignity and effectiveness of Christ, the one mediator. So while the earth, Mary may be cooperating with God's plan of salvation, above all other particulars, by giving birth to and caring for Jesus, now in heaven, Mary still cooperates in a special way in God's plan of salvation through her constant intercession and maternal charity. She brings grace and mercy, gifts to eternal salvation. Tomorrow, we'll begin to see how John Paul developed this teaching in Mary's motherhood in order of the grace. And for now, we reflect on the great gift of God. Mary is spiritual mother whose God-given task is to nature us with tender care and gifts of grace to come to us through her loving prayers. Today's prayer, Come Holy Spirit, living Mary, fill our hearts with praise for God, for giving 
me, Mary, as my spiritual mother. Amen. And have a blessed day.